This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Watching the Throne is presented by Film Colossus, where you can find in-depth analyses of movies, such as How Legolas is the Kobe Bryant of Middle Earth and Why the Night Before is the Ultimate Argument for Legalizing Marijuana. Check it out at FilmColossus.com. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West. I am sometimes mostly known as Chris, but other times known as Christopher Lambert. Um, yep, sometimes I'm known as Travis, sometimes Travis Lee, sometimes Travis Lee Bean, sometimes T.L. Bean, sometimes just Lee. <laughs> but today I'm just going to be good old Travis Bean, because that's how all the Throners know me. And <laughs> all you Throners out there. And we are joined by a very special guest who you've heard her written words, but you never heard her actual voice. Well, unless you know her, then I assumed you've heard her voice. I mean, that would only make sense. Uh, she is a person. She's sitting across from me. She's wearing a black shirt. She likes Kanye, maybe? We don't know. We'll find out. And her name? Do you care if we say your name? No. Anazek. Hello. <laughs> wow. What? That, that was, was such a build-up. Wow. I, I'm on the edge of my seat, oh and my I was God. the one saying it. I know. Suki, in my actual voice, I would like to apologize in advance for my Minnesotan accent mm. and my <laughs> use of the word like and literally incorrectly. That's okay. We both do that. I'm aware of it. I know it's annoying. <laughs> I'm told I have a Central Illinois accent by my girlfriend, and I think it makes, like, I don't know, even know what that means. Yeah, never heard of such a thing. No. My dad kind of has a little twang to his voice, but, like, I have nothing. You both you sound Canadian don't. to me. Oh. Oh. Well, I don't mind sounding Canadian. That's true. I wonder if Minnesota will eventually <laughs> rub off of me, and I'll start, you know, doing the Long whole, O's? Yeah. I know. It probably will. Probably. If I stay here long enough, then I know it's time to get out. <laughs> Once I'm gonna get down. me a. I'm gonna get me a Texan accent, and a gun. <laughs> Maybe a cow, steer, a ranch. Wow, you should get a cow. Scary. <laughs> I tried to press that when you said you were gonna get a gun, but you know. Oh well. Also, uh, Chris of a cow, kind of scary. Good point. <laughs> what uh? So, listeners that have for some reason listened to multiple episodes of this <laughs> may now notice that we have a scary button, which. Is pretty, uh, what's the word for it? High tech? <laughs> no, I, was, yes. I was gonna go with scary. I wanted you to hit the button. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Crap. Oh, do it again. Well, I'll okay. cut all this okay, out. Okay, okay. Do it again. <laughs> Have your finger uh, on the button. <laughs> pray for me. <laughs> I can't even. It's so ridiculous. We have a scary button, and the word for it's, uh. Scary. Yeah, that's the word for it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, this is our, uh, what, our, our third story? Fourth. Our fourth, fourth. story. Mm-hmm. And um, as I alluded to earlier, Anna's been writing our uh, keeping updates that we have every week on the... Correct. ...news episodes. Um, because we like Kim. We're a big fan of her. And this is, this is what's going to make this story cool is because I think typically... Cool? With, very cool. <laughs> Pretty cool, guys. I don't know about that. <laughs> 
I think there's the typical uh, attitude of Kanye fans to like, even Kanye fans kind of hate Kim sometimes. Correct. I actually was anti-Kimye at the beginning. You were, you didn't want Kanye a part of her life? I didn't. And it's so classist That's interesting. of me. So you came, you came in as a Kim fan and didn't want Kanye disrupting that. No, I oh. came in as fans of both of them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But I was pro-Kanye. I thought it wasn't a good right. idea for him to oh. be associated with the Kardashians. And why is that? I mean, at the time, they were a lot more fame hoary. Okay. you can even <laughs> believe I that. I cannot. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, I don't know. I just yeah. didn't like it. Mm-hmm. One bit for all the same reasons that I think everyone else did. Sure. I feel like I didn't understand their love. Sure. <laughs> I mean that's fair. I I bet a lot of people just saw it as like publicity or something. Yeah, and then she got pregnant so fast, and right. I was like, oh, bad idea. Right. <laughs> but here I, was... I am, and I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to somebody the other day that thought their marriage was actually a publicity stunt. A lot of people day. do. Like they don't buy they it. They still think it. Yeah. I don't know how you could watch the show and still think that. I know. They truly have, like, natural chemistry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's very obvious. I get excited every time I hear her talk about Kanye, because you can just tell, like, the vocabulary she uses to describe him mm-hmm. is very, like, caring and right. concerned, and, like, she she gets what he's doing and what he wants to do. And I think what we see in Wolves is that he understands where she's coming from and what she has to do. They both... Mm-hmm understand the performance art aspects of life that they each take on yeah yeah and it's really impressive for her to embrace the life of pablo because this album is largely about his infidelity mm-hmm. and his struggle with cheating to hear her you know take on his problems like head on basically and like, yeah i don't know that's they they do a lot of interesting things and they clearly support each other yeah, it's really interesting. So I, ugh, this is so embarrassing, but I've seen every single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and every single spinoff that they've had. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. What are the spinoffs? What, what are those? Okay, they, Courtney uh, and Chloe Take Miami, okay. two seasons. Chloe and Lamar, two seasons. <laughs> okay. Courtney and Kim, yes, uh, Take Miami. Okay. Two seasons of Courtney and Kim take New York, and okay. one season of Courtney and Chloe take the Hamptons. Is Courtney in every one? She is because Whoa. they all revolve around them opening a new uh, Dash store. Okay. And she's the president of Dash, supposedly. Oh. But anyway, so when she was married, when Kim was married to Chris Humphreys, right. that was on Courtney and Kim take New York. Right. And it was it's really interesting to see the dynamic of their relationship because there is one episode where she Kim was saying she didn't want to move to Minnesota, which is where Chris Humphreys is from. Oh, right. Yeah. And he was like, why? In five years, you're not going to be famous. Like, no one is going to be, like, paying attention to you. And Kanye would never no. say it. He truly, like, believes in her brand maybe more than she does. And yeah. he's so supportive. Totally. Yeah. Huh. It's just interesting. I I like, can't believe Chris Humphries would say that. Yeah, she I know. made that bitch famous. I know. He was like <laughs> four years ago. You just like were a clerk at right. a store in the valley. Like that's what his attitude was like. Right. He, I think thought Fuck that guy. was stupid. I know. Oh my god, he was the worst. I hated him so much. <laughs> so for someone that watch has watched every episode of the Kardashians, how much do you think something like that kind of conversation with Chris is part of the? stirring the pot drama and how much do you think that's like him saying that to her that was like truly just an aside mm-hmm. like just kind of a throwaway comment right. and the thing with him was he had like no filter and he would just say stuff like this so i right. think he genuinely meant that mm-hmm. and i don't think that they were using that for drama at all yeah, which I is think, uh, even more sad yeah totally Probably the duration of their marriage shows that there was probably communication issues between the two of them. How long did they date? They dated for six months. They met, got engaged, got married, and got divorced all in the same year. Oh, wow. 2011. So I guess that's like why a lot of people were, if you're a Kanye fan, you're kind of like, why are you doing this? Like, she's Mm -hmm. obviously somebody who's just like grabbing attention and I'm not defending it, but like... Maybe that's where they're coming from. Yeah. And for the record, I do think there are aspects of the Kardashians that are problematic. Well, like, I don't sure. think the fame warning, but, like, I do think they appropriate black culture. 
and don't mm, give it any credit. Like I, they're always taking things that like the um, boxer braids and stuff like that. Oh, right. That have been part of black culture for so long mm. and not giving any credit or like they're the ones that make it quote unquote trendy. Right. <clears throat> That's I, interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. And Chloe, she truly sometimes acts like she's black or just like has this attitude mm. like because she was married to a, a black man that she sure. can just say certain stuff. And I'm like, you absolutely cannot. Although I'm at the point where I just defend everything Chloe. I know. I love her. She's my favorite one. (laughs) She's the most real. She is, by far. Yeah. Oh, I Um, thought you were going to hit the scary button. No, I wasn't. I have to to make sure. Who cares? Um, (laughs) um, So, I guess we should get into your story, though. That's why we're here. Correct. Story Story time. Yeah. The yay, though, in your story is kind of a Kim yay. It's not just Kanye. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of your relationship with Kanye probably has to do with Kim. Mm-hmm. Although I have been a fan of Kanye since the very beginning. Okay. Do you remember the first time you heard Kanye? It was on the school bus. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, like, it must have been when I was in the 10th grade. And the like my bus driver um, listened to like the urban radio station at mm. the time, B96. Mm. Shout out. It no longer Which exists. your parents wouldn't let you listen to. No, that is untrue. (laughs) That is untrue. And um, they would always play Jesus Walks. Okay, Jesus Walks. Yeah, and that was the first one that I remember hearing. And I was like, yeah, this is good. So I think at the beginning I was yeah, like, yeah, man. (laughs) Right on, yay. (laughs) Yo, bus driver, turn it up. (laughs) Yo. Start a chant on the bus. Jesus Walks. Pretty much. <laughs> I like that. Is what happened. I feel like everybody's first Kanye song is Jesus Walks. Well, that was the first it was single. A, yeah, big radio hit for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was. It's so crazy to me that he wanted New Workout Plan to be the first single. It is crazy. That would have not gone well, I feel like. No. <laughs> like, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> like, no. You could tell he loved it because he like made a video for it and everything. And Oh my God. Just so I weird. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was like, weird. I, I say free 99. People are going to love that shit. <laughs> free 99. Oh, my God. Although I do love the little skit that opens it. Uh, I uh, So your first impressions were pretty positive then when you heard the single. Did you start, when did you start listening to Kanye's music on your own or first get a download or buy the album or? So I always bought the albums, but I feel like. Really? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I've always listened to him, but I would say I was more of like a casual fan and so you casually bought albums. You were always buying music. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I bought them, but I was downloading oh, them oh, on like LimeWire okay, and gotcha. stuff like that back in the day. Okay, I understand. Okay. Yeah, and so I always like listened to it, but I wasn't as devoted as I am now. Sure. Partly because I think, like, when I was in high school and stuff, social media. This makes me sound old, but I'm not. <laughs> But social media just wasn't really around. Sure. Even the internet like wasn't what it is today, really. Yeah, you had, yeah I was dialing up on AOL back then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, DSL was like, whoa, yeah. you're rolling in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wasn't as like familiar with mm. his message. Like You only really got that if there was a profile of him or something. Yeah. And I wasn't like reading Rolling Stone that much when I was... 16 years old. Right. Were you ever part of the kind of backlash? Were you kind of like, oh, this guy's a dick? Okay, I did watch um, the VMAs when he interrupted. I was watching when he interrupted what, Taylor okay, Swift. Okay, what album was out by then? That was... 808s. Oh, 808s was already out. It was. Okay. Yeah, this was... Must have been either 2009 or 2010. Okay. Um, and I totally thought he was a dick. Right. I was like, this poor little girl, blah, blah, blah. And it was really awkward to be watching on live TV. You watched it live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was like very confusing. Mm-hmm. I remember like, so, what is going on. So like from that point, you're, you've downloaded the first three albums. You're just like on board. You've downloaded even, you liked it awaits at the time? I did. I wasn't as into it. I remember I was like, oh God, this could be like the downfall of Kanye. Oh, now, really? <laughs> honestly... Real talk, because of your guys' podcast, I revisited 808s, and I'm so obsessed good. with it. It's so good. It's so Hell good. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing, even though, I, I mean, I, I've always loved 808s. 
I was well. I haven't yeah. always loved it. Recent, I would say in the last like couple years, I've grown to love it. But now I kind of realize that it's on the level of his like yes. great stuff. I always liked it, but I never like went back and listened to it. Really, no. Like even when I did, I just. Did. But now I feel like doing this podcast and realizing like the narratives he's building. It just, it is all there, and mm-hmm. it's like way more interesting to me. But that's that's cool that you liked it at the time. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people like. Like that became a make or break point. Like mm-hmm. if that happens and you have like the Taylor thing, it's just like okay, I'm, I'm done with Kanye. Yeah, I mean the Taylor thing happened, but I, was, I never thought it was like that serious. You know? I remember Which the time I was defending Kanye. I was like, sure. Beyonce should have won. She absolutely should have. <laughs> Single Ladies is an iconic music video. I couldn't even tell you. I'm a Taylor fan, but I couldn't right. even tell you what music video she won for. It was. Um, was it Love Story? Yes. Love okay, Story. so the bad news is I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but that video is completely boring and cliche. Yes. And there's nothing special about it. No. So, and then Kanye about his whole thing is like he wants awards. He thinks award shows are important. He thinks they have like a chance to like yeah. promote like real art. And then when he sees that happening, I mean, maybe it doesn't excuse what he did, but I remember at the time I thought just had this weird feeling in my back of my head, like everybody hated him. And I was just kind of like, I kind of think he's right though. Mm-hmm. Like I kept thinking that. And then my like roommates confirmed. I was like, maybe like it's okay to feel this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, when that happened, I had never really listened to Taylor Swift. I was into I liked 808s, but I still wasn't like a Kanye fan. So I was just I thought it was hilarious when he did that. (laughs) It was. Yeah, like who does that? It's hilarious and like kind of awkward. It was really awkward because no one knew what was going on. Right. Yeah, it was feel kind of bad for Taylor because like she won, she should be able to go up there and like accept her award like anybody else does. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone always agrees with whoever wins what award. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, but. And then she was just standing up on stage, and there's that like really long shot yeah. of her, and it was really <laughs> yeah. awkward before they cut to commercial or whatever happened. But now what Taylor's been up to lately, I kind of don't mind. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> she, I mean, good for her for leveraging that situation or taking advantage of it. But at the same time, she's not forthright about that. No. I have Love Story playing. I've never watched this music video. And I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. It's just... I mean, it's very derivative. Yeah. It's just like a is it, 90s, like is it, teen high school movie yeah. condensed into like three minutes. Oh, and she was, it, I mean, like 18 or 19 at the time. Right. Is it because it's just like a period piece and they have like period clothing? No, in their high school, isn't it? No, that... Oh, that's the video I'm thinking of. Um, that's You Belong With Me. Oh, that's the video I'm thinking of. Yeah. Love Story My is, bad. it's literally like a Romeo and Juliet oh. situation. Maybe maybe that's the one that won then. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought the high school video one was the one that won. They're both bad. That's, <laughs> well, I can't speak on Love Story because I don't know what it is, but I, uh, I She is just wearing like a corset and this huge ball gown mm. and... I mean, it's just her videos are so better basic. today. Yeah. I oh no, I get, I get why it won. It has layers. It starts off with them at a modern high school, and then it goes back to uh, historic times. So it's comparing then and now. That's a, a hey, updating Shakespeare blown. is like a big deal. <laughs> Great point. It's in the high school setting, that was like what the '90s were all about. Yeah, yeah. clueless. No, uh, that's not Shakespeare. Oh my god, that's <laughs> no. Jane Austen. Jane Austen. <laughs> I just found out that's Jane Austen like two weeks ago. I had no really? yeah, fucking idea. Not. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it isn't really. It's not as obvious as some of them are. You're right. Yeah. 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 Not like ten things I hate about you. No, not like that. Mm-hmm. Well, so when uh, when did you first dive into your Kanye like fandom, and you're just like, I adore this music. I really like this guy, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Mm. And I um, studied abroad in, like, the first half of 2011. And that album came out at the very end of 2010. Mm. So I had downloaded it. And, like, again, at the time, especially in France, um, like, the internet wasn't what it is now mm-hmm. and you couldn't really like download music unless you bought it on iTunes which I was like no so I just didn't <laughs> have like that much music when I was studying abroad right. so and that was one of the albums that I did have mm-hmm. um, and I just listened to it so 
much. Right. And I would just like walk around Paris and just like have that blasting. And out loud. You had like a little boom box. Out loud. I had a boom box. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. But Radio that's Rahim. like where he recorded it. Right. And um, I also am like hugely into fashion mm. and Paris fashion was going on when I was there. And I would like stalk the shows and right. stand outside. And that was when he was going to a lot of fashion shows. Right. So I was always trying to like get a view of him. Never did. But you some, never caught a glimpse? Never did. But oh. some of my friends did. It's a forge. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, I mean, nothing brings me back to like a very specific time in my mm-hmm. life than that That's album. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just such a masterpiece. It really is still my favorite. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day. At sax.com. By far. What, what were your thoughts then when Kanye announced that he was doing all of his fashion stuff and you saw his first mm-hmm. fashion show? This is, if I could talk to Kanye, this is something that I would love to talk to him about because... Oh, we'll get him on the show. Yeah. We'll make sure yeah. you're there. Great. Perfect. I think we'll carve out like an hour or two for the fashion part of the discussion. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be like 10 hours, so... <laughs> Only 10. Only 10. <laughs> oh, We're past story I guess just walked in. Lauren Kelly, oh, everyone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fresh off a run to the liquor store. You're not recording yet. Oh, we are. Oh, you're just part of this episode now. <laughs> this is real life, guys. By the way, you know when you're listening, this is, I'm speaking directly to other throners here. Okay. Um, you know when you're listening to a podcast and you're imagining like where they're recording. Mm-hmm. Just a quick little aside that we're sitting in Travis and Lauren's apartment, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It has brick walls. It's two stories. We're sitting in their kitchen, which has granite countertops and a, <laughs> and a dishwasher. NBD, guys. Dishwasher is a, a must. It's a must. I won't, I won't even entertain the thought of living somewhere. That this is a bougie fucking place. <laughs> so. I'll take it. Now you have a great visual. Yeah. Also, they have stickies on their fridge of the American flag. Yeah. We're not fucking <laughs> around. Nope. We celebrate America. America's hardcore. Yep. We're going to drink some PBRs and watch Rocky Four while we're at it. Or some boxed wine. Yeah. And drink some boxed wine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just kind of an everyday thing. <laughs> oh, so what's, uh, if you could say one thing to Kanye? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about his first fashion line, and he hasn't really talked about it that much. I was on board with him. I think he has like huge talent and vision, but his first line was just executed really poorly. Like it really was. It was, the fit was sloppy. The hemlines were uneven. Um, like it just didn't look Hmm. good. You just mean objectively, no one could have said like, this looks good. I I mean, the ideas were good and they were fine, but the Fit and just like the construction was objectively poor. Hmm. If you really look at it, I feel it. like. But can you say that about like an amateur filmmaker who like puts together something that is technically sloppy and not what like your average movie maker would do? But like, but like that gives it personality and that make and the vision is still there. Like I don't know. I think well, I that think fashion is different, different than that. I think that it's okay if you. Um, take conceptual ideas in fashion or a theme and it just doesn't really work but um like there have been a lot of examples with like mark jacobs for example in the 90s came out with a grunge collection before grunge was out and he got fired for it right because people are like this bad but now it's universally acclaimed it's like a huge moment in fashion Mm. but at the end of the day the clothes still have to fit well right as they're intended to they have to fit as they're intended to so my example would be like you made a great movie and put it on a this it doesn't fit in a DVD player. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. And when, I think, too, like, he didn't... Um, I think now he blames that he's a celebrity, hmm. but I think of Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. Posh Spice. Posh. Yeah. And the Olsen twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley, hmm. both have fashion lines that are very well received and hmm. respected, but they um, started off very small. 
right. the Olsen twins, there was one t-shirt and Victoria Beckham, it was a tight collection of dresses. Sure. Um, and that's not Kanye's style. Right. He went big. He had a fashion show immediately. That's not very common. Usually you start off with a presentation mm-hmm. or editors come to your showroom and look at it. Right. Um, and he started with inviting every single person in the fashion community, this huge production of a show. And I think you kind of have to deliver if you're making this huge statement. Sure. And he just didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, you're talking about, uh, Travis, your movie experience, too. That would be, like, somebody making this really rough movie and then having the leverage and power to screen it in, like, 3,000 theaters right. across the country. And mm-hmm. people are like, why is this... Right. Like, it's fine if he wants to make movies, but this should be something that's, like, a stepping stone, not something that's getting this grand. Yeah, totally. So Kanye probably come out with these clothes in a smaller, as Anna's saying, like... Uh, situation or followed the typical path, probably right. people probably wouldn't have been as uh, condemning as they were. Yeah, but that's also my thing about Kanye is I think that's what makes him great is that I think that's the difference between him and somebody who will never reach his level is you when you when you're like a rock star when yeah. you're somebody that wants like you have to overreach you have to reach for great mm-hmm. you have to it when you reach beyond things sometimes that means like you like you missed that and you pull back something like unfortunate but like because he does that he's able to reach those amazing heights he eventually gets to you're right but my question also would be he had a second collection and the problems persisted the same problems persisted another misstep do you think I it guess. exists on the wait so the second one is that the Madison Square Garden or is that three no he had with his first collection mm-hmm. he had he showed twice okay the first one had fit problems, and the second one did too. This was like the, his original right. line, gotcha. you know. So the Madison Square Garden is that is that three? No. Nope. So he okay. had um, those two with his original Kanye okay. West collection. Then he had that. He's had three with Easy. Okay. Um, the first one, God, it's really eluding me, like what that one was. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was when he debuted Wolves. Okay. Remember? And then the third one was Madison oh, Square Garden. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The second and one I was think, New York Fashion Week. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think the ones for Yeezy have all been great. Okay. And they've been well-received. I mean, they are what they are. It's not like mind-blowing clothes. Mm-hmm. But he's executing what he sure. has set out to do. Sure. And they're like cool and, and fit well. And yeah. Right. So I that would be that's... my one question. He's never admitted that that first collection didn't really work. He's never he said wouldn't. he wouldn't. <laughs> but wouldn't that be? In... I mean, why not? Yeah. Well, he, as somebody, he does own up to things a lot too. So that is kind of surprising. Yeah, and he's always he is like with Jesus ranting against the fashion industry mm-hmm. on a lot of things I agree with. But I also would want to ask him like, you had an opportunity, you had this huge stage, and it didn't work. Right. So. I mean, you can't on some level at least blame the fashion industry for not being like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. every single time we'll totally. greet you with open arms. Totally. <laughs> Just my um, opinion. <laughs> uh, it's, good to get, it's good to get somebody's take on the fashion stuff because I remember when the clothesline first came out, you know, you have so many hot takes in the moment where people are just throwing out opinions on things. It's, it's been a while since I've heard somebody talk about that first line and how it looks and what it means four Mm -hmm. years later right like as you're saying with mark jacobs grunge line like it took years for people to be like hey that was an iconic moment but at the Mm -hmm. time people were probably like what the fuck mark jacobs Mm -hmm. (laughs) well not so much an iconic moment for kanye though (laughs) it would be interesting if in 10 years we were like wow that's so underrated (laughs) you know yeah. I was just looking at the the clothes again, and there are really like weird fit problems, but I still like a lot of the elements to them. Yes, so do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's like, like it. yeah, cool, and I like the furs, and mm-hmm. the shoes are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about the shoes. My giant microphone was blocking that portion of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I do think that Yeezus really opened my eyes to um, also like the elitism in sure. the fashion industry. Sure. I was always 
defending the fashion industry and I like believed in kind of how it was set up and mm-hmm. Jesus really did that's cool blow my mind open about that and I was what always aspect? like oh well like when I found out how much of Jesus was about fashion mm-hmm. I was like god this is just like kind of trivial right that's what I thought and now I can really see it how like it's representing a whole lot more mm-hmm. you know sure um so I really 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 like that a lot that he's trying to get at the um like you said, the elitism, but... I've Not just, a, like, the fashion industry is only one example right. of that. Sure. Like, it's everywhere, and I think mm-hmm. he's just... I mean, that's a big part of his example. music, too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That is interesting. And then, uh, what did you think when Life of Pablo came out? Well, oh, did we cover Yeezus? Oh, album? so I do want to say about Yeezus that... Actually, what's interesting about Kanye, having been a fan for so long, is that... Not only, like, are the albums, like, when you go back and listen to it, they're about such specific times in his life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they just represent such a specific time. Yeah. But they also represent, like, a very specific time for me, too. Okay. So when I go back and listen to any of them, I'm like, oh, man, this reminds me of blah or mm-hmm. whatever. Just like, I'm sure it does for him, too. Yeah. So Yeezus came out after I graduated from college. And I was kind of, like, floundering around. Mm-hmm. You were a nomad. I was a nomad, guys. <laughs> Wandering the country with your little <laughs> stick and bag. <laughs> that was a hobo. Yeah. But <laughs> I was like working internships. I had finally gotten hired on where we work now. But I was mm-hmm. like, what the actual fuck am I doing? <laughs> and right. like all those interviews that he was giving at the time and like the passion and the anger really spoke to me like I needed that. Mm-hmm. And I would just like watch those so interviews. So you were on board for Jesus. A thousand percent. Okay. I would like watch those interviews in my tiny little office mm. during my lunch break right. at our old offices. That's Travis awesome. and I work together, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Side note. A lot of Kanye discussion goes on throughout the day. So much. <laughs> um, I'm really jealous of this. <laughs> you and I talk about Kanye constantly. We have a show where we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Doesn't true. mean I don't want more. Yeah. That's true. Great there could point. always be more. Yeah. Um, and that's when I really was like a thousand percent on like stan life. Yeah. I just I got his <laughs> message. I was on board for every single one of his what I do like to refer to as motivational speeches during his concerts. Mm-hmm. Other people call them rants. That's just rude. I don't mind if they call it a rant. Me it neither. Still does the same thing. I also was supposed to be at the Minneapolis concert. Uh, we oh, all share canceled. a connection. I know. All four people in this apartment right now. <sighs> Still sad about that. Well, Chris isn't here. It's spirit. Yeah, thanks for it's counting me as there. <laughs> I feel like you're here. I feel like you're like always just like like on my lap or something, just like right with me. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> right around the corner, staring at you. <laughs> um, oh well, that's interesting. I mean, you probably didn't think it was better than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, though, or probably still don't. I still, I feel like this is such a basic answer. Like, right. it's, and it really annoys me that's my own answer. But yeah, I do still It's hard like, to, honestly, it's hard to argue. I think, because my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasies from front to back is just impeccable. Yes. So it's hard to think, like, things can be better than it. I know. <laughs> um, but then, one thing I wanted to ask, though, does, do you remember when, when Kim and Kanye crossed for you? Is that something... You mentioned you kind of struggled with it, but did it affect like what you thought of Kanye's music at all? Actually, what I'm extremely obsessed with, like when I'm bored or it's late at night, what I like to do is research the history. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. We talked about their history I before know. the show. A mm-hmm. very, uh, it's been rudimentary. We don't really know. Yes. About okay. The history of Kim and Kanye's relationship. And because they've known each other for 10 years. Right. <clears throat> and they had dated in the past. Mm -hmm. And what I'm most obsessed with is, so in 2010, Kanye was with Amber and Kim was with Reggie Bush. Mm -hmm. And Amber has said that they were cheating together, Mm. Kim and Kanye, which I a thousand percent believe. And I also love (laughs) Amber, by the way. Um, So then they broke up, Mm -hmm. those two couples. And for a while in 2010, Kim and Kanye got together. And she went to Chicago with him. And um, he was, like, at her birthday party right. and stuff like that. He, little known fact, wrote, like, what ended up being Lost in the World, mm-hmm. um, those lyrics were a poem that he wrote to Kim in an email. 
Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, you're my angel, you're my devil, blah, blah, blah. Right. That was Holy t- shit. Yes. And that was he wouldn't have been him. with her when then, right? No. All so right. it's so like. So that makes sense for yeah, the end of that album. Exactly. So it's like they were cheating on each other. They broke up so they could be together. Right. And then something happened to make them break up. And then she goes and marries Chris Humphreys. And I like need to know what that was. Yeah, absolutely. We need to have a, a, a special where we just cover their timeline. Yeah, really I just. to figure it out. I'm really obsessed with trying to figure out their timeline. Maybe we'll have Kanye in the show if we can get him here. It should only take, this, like, yeah. five, six hours of his time. And in an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, their wedding episode, mm-hmm. um, they had this dinner, and everyone was going around and telling stories about Kim and Kanye, and Lorraine Schwartz, the jeweler, mm-hmm. who designed her engagement ring, was telling the story about how years ago Kanye wanted to marry her and came and, like, started to design a ring and stuff. Really? Yeah. Which <laughs> is just crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Also sounds like something he would do. It sounds like something he would do. Yeah. Man, the fact that we could piece together their relationship histories like this puts into perspective all the more the famous video. Sure. Yes. Like, we know the intimate details of their lives. Yeah, right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love Bond, too. Oh, by the way, another (laughs) note about... Oh, I guess this is in my top five, though. Whatever. Okay. About my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay. Is that if I have a wedding, which I don't really want, nor am I <laughs> like engaged, um, I want to walk down the aisle to the interlude from all of the lights. Okay, I like that. It's so Sounds beautiful. beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just thinking about what the song leads to with, though, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> like having a having like some that. violins no play the play the music. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope it happens. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I would be, I wonder how much of, I wonder if the breakup was caused by something like Kanye cheating, and that's where a lot of the inspiration for Life of Pablo comes from. It could be. I mean, mm. I feel like you can't sing about the stuff he does in Life of Pablo unless it comes from a very deep personal place. Like, I feel like that's all he does. You're so right. he's probably had problems with cheating. I mean, when you get to that level, it's hard to not become a monster. And, uh, yuck, I just, yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> Look at our boy Jay Z. Oh, I lost the connection. What? I know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really great point. Like Jay has Beyonce, the queen bitch, and don't even just, get me uh, started. You're a Bay fan. I'm a huge Bay fan too. Queen Bay. <sighs> um, and then what were you yeah, saying? Life of Pablo, right? Yes. That's where we're at. Oh, and man. yay or nay? A thousand times yay. I know. I got to say it. I, <laughs> oh, I know it. what you think. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. He's asking for... Oh, yeah. Wait, are you saying yay or yay? I'm saying both. Yay okay. to yay. Okay, gotcha. Yay to yay. yay. <laughs> so on board with Life of Pablo. Obsessed. Well, not everyone is. I know. Actually, you're right, and it still just confuses me. <laughs> I just don't understand. Confuses me how there are dumb people in the world. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, I mean, I feel like at work every day we were checking to see if it was out or just like tracking the progress. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember when it was called Swish? Remember when it was called Swear to God? So help me God. So help me God. So help Excuse me, God. me, everyone. I think it had another <laughs> name too, didn't it? Waves. Waves. And then Life of Pablo. Waves was very short-lived, I think. Yeah. I loved all day. Which I love only one still. Oh, I cried well, so hard absolutely. when I, I was actually. That song. I felt like at the time I was one of the only people that actually liked only one. I know. So everyone was like, "It's so corny." Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they sound like to me too. <laughs> when I first heard it, I thought it was really cheesy, but I didn't realize the perspective. I mm-hmm. thought it was just him singing about like North, and then when I realized he was singing from the perspective of his mom talking. It has layers. About, yeah, I was just like, oh, shit, that's much more, Jesus. Yeah. Like, impressive. But even if it was just him, like, just the affect of his voice and, like, I don't know, everything about it, like, works for me on a sonic level. I, I love listening to it. And the video is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh. There's a video? Yeah, it's of North and Kanye together. I feel like together. you never know about Kanye's videos. <laughs> Who directed it? Spike Jones. Is it really? I, I kind of thought so. just Kanye did. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. He directed yeah. it on I've an iPhone. This. He shot it on an iPhone. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can see Spike Jones doing that. It was, oh, God, you guys, I'm so sad for my own self, but it was on an episode of Keep Me Up with the Kardashians. 
<laughs> Did they premiere it there? They didn't, but they showed behind the scenes. Oh, wow. Yeah, See, which was really cool. Mm hmm. Sweet. He's had some, so he did that with Spike Jones, and then he had the mm -hmm. uh, all day. I feel like that video with um, yeah, uh, Steve McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was go Kanye. Yeah, he's go killing it. Kanye, indeed. Yeah, I'm also going to the uh, St. Pablo tour. So pumped. Same concert. Same concert. Excel Center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cried so hard listening to the album. Uh, songs still make me cry. I'll be driving oh, yeah. around and Ultralight Beam will just get me. Absolutely. Oh. I feel you. I honestly, and this is just a more previews for the Waves episode, Waves gets to me hardcore because I, it Ooh. makes sense to me why at one time this album was called Waves. Because I feel like so much of what Kanye is going through, his, tr his trajectory on the album, dealing with cheating, like I feel like that's all represented in Waves like amazingly. Mm -hmm. And that song really gets to me. Yeah, I agree. It feels like the, he just sounds so desperate to me. That sounds like he wants like to be loved and like find like that comfort. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Yeah. Ugh. Question, you guys. When you listen to Kanye, do you find yourself listening to the newer albums more or the old stuff? New Kanye versus old. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the old Kanye. Shit. <laughs> uh, there are bits and pieces I like. I think Freestyle 4 is an immense improvement. I don't like it when he did the feedback. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. That's albums, not my albums. question. Albums. Oh, yeah. my Like, bad. do you find yourself listening to the newer albums or, like, the old? Like, 808 on or graduation? I'm talking, like, graduation, college dropout. college dropout, yeah. I don't even listen to the old ones. Neither do I. If I do, it's graduation. No. I, I'll listen to single tracks from the original mm. ones. Like, I still really fuck with Gold Digger um, yeah. and some Ooh. other tracks, but... Uh, it's down. mostly yeah. mostly 808s on through Life of Pablo, and recently it's just been like all Life of Pablo and Yeezus. Yeah, me mm -hmm. too. Those are the only two. I, I feel like we're such with. anomalies. <laughs> yeah, truly. We were just listening to. Uh, I think it's okay to mention this because they seem fine. There's another uh, Kanye podcast that's out now where they have like a bracket of all the Kanye songs. Oh, that's interesting. And they think college, like they think college, it doesn't get better than college dropout. A lot of people yeah. do. And, like, these are, like, hardcore stands who have a podcast about Kanye. <laughs> yeah. I guess there are single tracks that are good, but there's a lot of them on the older albums that, like, aren't my fave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. There there are... I don't want to be offensive not here. Not so much duds, but, <laughs> yeah. like, just a lot of, like, whatever songs. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I think a lot of those Still first three, like, a lot of the tracks from the first three albums adhere to the standards that people have for music. Like they want clever lines. They want like sure. mm -hmm. catchy beats and hook and refrain. So a lot of what he was doing was maybe a step ahead of what everybody else was doing, but it was still very much in line with what everybody else is doing. It wasn't until 808s that he was really like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just <laughs> going to... I'm going to start doing the kind of art that I want to do. Mm. And maybe it was that he needed to make those albums in order to learn the rules that he needed to break. Sure. But that could be. It's or like to ever literally like get permission from his label, too. Maybe. Yeah, true. Like, if he had tried to release Yeezus as his <laughs> oh first my God. album, I wouldn't oh, want be him shut to down. at the time. Yeah, like, true. Like, he needed to get to where he was to release something on that level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I think he probably did the smart thing of balancing commercial and mm. establishing like reputation and building brand to the point now where he's like, all right, everybody, going to take this pink polo off. And <laughs> right. now yeah. you're going to have to deal with the real me. Yeah. I, yeah, I brought up to Travis like a couple of days ago, like remember how Kanye and Lady Gaga were going to go on tour together? Like that is just yeah. unfathomable now. Right. Yeah. They don't even make sense together. They don't even, yeah, they never work together. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Although we haven't talked about this, it is official that Chance will not be on the St. Pablo tour. Truly devastated. 
It's... Yeah, he's doing his own shit. What the fuck's up with that? I don't know. Maybe it's a publicity stunt and he's just going to show <gasps> up. I mean, That'd be so cool. No. Probably not. Probably they... not. And good for him I that think... he's going on his own tour. Yeah, I, it's really good for Chan. I'm being selfish as to, like, why isn't he on tour with Kanye? But, but also, why isn't he on tour with Kanye? Exactly. I mean, Kendrick was, like, at a similar level. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kendrick was much more popular at the time he went on tour yeah. with Kanye than what Chance is now. Yeah, they were both, I mean, they're both huge. Like, they yeah. both have the potential to, yeah, be on tour with Kanye, for sure. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it's good for Chance. Yeah, but Kanye still hasn't, I wonder who it's going to be. I know, right? I can't even guess anymore. Me I can, neither. I don't know. If it's Big Sean, <sighs> I hope I'll, it's not Schoolboy gonna... Q. <gasps> oh, God. Unless Wait, he's going to come big... out. I'll just be standing in the merch line, <laughs> buying everything. <laughs> Wait, what if it's Big Sean? What would you do? Oh, if it's Big Sean, that would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. I okay. would love that. I would obviously be singing along hardcore. As... But you wouldn't love it? I would not love it. Big Sean is terrible. I like Big Sean. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, uh, I think his whole immature stick is on purpose. I see, I don't. Well, even if it isn't, he does it really well. <laughs> I think it's. I think there's something interesting about. It. We've never really talked about Big Sean, but I think there is, and I would make a case for it. Wow. Like about I, his. It, wait, what's the issue going on? His immaturity. Yeah, he's kind of uh, like what's that line? He's like, I make your father's figure. Like he's just like at this weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, every one of his lines is stupid, but like, great. I love. <laughs> I don't fuck with you is like my motto in life. No, it's not. Ultralight beam. I don't fuck. But stupid in, like, a way of, like, he, it's just young arrogance. Like, mm-hmm. everything. And I feel like if you're gonna do it, like, do what Big Sean's doing. Like, every single line, like you're saying, is, like, out there and crazy. Like, it's not, like... When I listen to something, like, from Tyga, I just think that's, like, straight dumb. Like, I think it's, like, a boring kind of dumb. You're right. Whereas Big Sean, I'm, like... I don't know. There's something about it to where, like, he's literally embodying, like, this guy who is, like... Like, like it's Kanye, but, like, in this, like, really stuck in, like, a 13-year-old's body. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody who thinks he's the shit and doesn't want to hear anything that doesn't, that says otherwise, uh, but, like, you know, coming from some young, immature kid. I don't know. There's something really interesting to me about all that. How's that kind of arrogance and uh, differ from Jay-Z's kind of arrogance that we deride on a episode by episode basis i guess with jay-z it's more of like i don't know because i guess it's with big sean there's more like within the songs like i feel like i can follow there's more of a narrative to whereas jay-z is kind of just like talking about things in his life mm-hmm. like i don't know like i had to read decoded to figure out what the fuck he was talking about half the time mm. like i don't i feel like i shouldn't have to do that to understand the song hmm. okay so you're saying that Jay-Z's too complex for you. He's too And complex. Big Sean is at your reading level. Big Sean is, like, so obviously <laughs> dumb. I think Jay-Z takes himself really seriously. I wouldn't say uh, J- Big yeah. Sean takes himself seriously at all. Oh, that's interesting. See, I, I feel like he does. I think that's the image he has to put off, but I don't think he actually oh, does. I would be interested to find I think out. he I'm essentially plays research. a character. That's what I find right, interesting right, 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 right. I think Jay-Z is just... He Jay-Z is not Jay-Z. playing a character. Absolutely not. No. But I don't He's think hoped. Big Sean is either. Yeah. And well, by the way, you guys, I really like Jay-Z. I have no argument for why, which is a real problem when talking to Travis. <laughs> but if there are listeners out there who every week rage at the Jay-Z news, much like I do. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I am a fellow Jay-Z fan. All right. No, I, I like Jay-Z. He's fine. Oh, yeah. that Your voice just went in an upper register that like has He's never... He's really good on Monsters. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I love yeah, Blueprint know, 3. All right. He's great. It's okay. Chris and I both love Blueprint 3. Man. I love Blueprint God. 3. So good. Guys, no. <laughs> People think I'm ridiculously dumb for that. Correct. Well, Travis at one point was listening through all of Jay-Z's discography, like yeah. starting from the first CD yeah. all the way through. And reading like, the book. Bro, when you, get, yeah. when you get to Blueprint... Oh, that's when you were reading the book. Mm-hmm. Like, when you get to Blueprint 3, like... I'm interested to hear what you have to say. He's like, yeah, I'm going to hate it. And then he, then he loved it. He's like, I think Jay-Z is just doing something so interesting. He I'm is. Blueprint 3. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I know that that's your argument, yeah. His energy is <laughs> on a different level to me. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, Bottom well, line, so, uh, we don't know who's opening for Kanye. No, and we'll hash this big shot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think well, I'm right. What, uh, what are your top five Kanye songs? Wrapping okay. up the this story. This was so impossible, truly. <laughs> and I actually found that a lot of mine were similar to Lauren's. Um, so I tried, like, not to completely... <laughs> choose the same hey, if ones. that's what it is i do have to is. say this is in no particular order but new slaves okay. for sure okay interesting it's just so great the intensity mm-hmm. first five sounds to me are, or first six songs well first seven songs are impeccable <laughs> yeah absolutely. but what, i remember back when i was listening to this album for the first time the first five songs were just like crazy and yeah new slave it was so important to like that build up yes yeah yeah definitely um all of the lights as I said, I would like to basically <laughs> walk down the aisle. <laughs> so obviously you like that song. <laughs> um, what else? Ultralight Beam. Okay. Like, oh man, that song is just so important to my whole life. It right. just summarizes like everything that I feel and think and like my worldview. I'm not that I'm, a, I'm not very religious, pretty much at all, but I still just relate to it so much. And on what level? Like beaming? Beeman, okay. for sure. But also <laughs> just when there's so much bad stuff going on in mm. the world, which 2016 has been a real shit show, it can be very difficult to be like optimistic about humanity and not dwell on all the bad stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? And I feel like this song really gets at that, just like staying in the light. Yeah. And <laughs> it pretty much embodies, like, just music wise and production wise. Yeah, so. exactly. So it and can just get like, you feeling better. Yes. Yeah. And just like approaching things with love still mm. and not necessarily like looking to God, even for me, but just like the positives or I don't know. Well, I think that's an important part of the song. It's not about God, mm-hmm. it's about finding like what inspires you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just love every single part of it. I, I love Kirk Franklin's thing. It just, like, gets me in the right headspace. And, of course, you're a Chance fan. Huge Chance fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved the SNL performance. Um, okay, that was so happy. three. I just say Streetlights has become a sleeper hit for me. Mm. It also makes me cry a lot. Mm. There's not, like, a lot of continuity songs are, like, I don't know, very specifically to him. But this one I just relate to a lot. Like when you're just in moments in your life where you're like, oh man, things are real shit. (laughs) And you're just like not, you know where you want to be, just like it says, but you're not there yet. Mm. And just his emotion in his voice in that song, you just feel it. Sure. And like been there myself. Chris and I are big fans. Are you really? Oh yeah. Streetlights, yeah. Yeah. When that song, when I have uh, 808s on in the car... I'll get to streetlights and I'll just end up looping streetlights again and again and again and again. I've looped streetlights several like times. Yeah. Yes. 15 times. Yeah. Because it's pretty short too. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, I'm not done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I need to listen like, to this at least seven more times. <laughs> oh man. Talk about, it's weird because it embodies so much hope and also so much like right. sadness that like, your fate sealed i don't know how it simultaneously like appeals to the like romantic notions in me while also mm-hmm. appealing to like the woe is me like depressive notion like aspects of my psyche yeah, yeah. doesn't it lead into bad news like that's to me the sequence on the album is amazing yeah it's either so, bad news or coldest winter well either one either it's one. like i know i think that's very purposeful mm-hmm. to have like that kind of that hopeful sort bad of news. like yeah, and then to go into bad news. Like, I feel like I he's very conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> yeah, I feel stupid for having ignored 808s for years. Yeah, that was truly... Scary. <laughs> Excellent work. Okay, my fifth one. This is truly impossible. You know what? I might have to say Bound 2 as a Kimmy fan. I mean, okay. Monsters uh-huh. up there... Oh, it was like a three-way tie between Monster, more like a five-way tie. Monster, <laughs> Runaway, um, Famous. I love Famous okay. a lot. But Bound 2, I freaking love it mm. so much. I mean, as a Kimmy 
like super fan. Of course. I feel like I gotta love it. I love one good girl is worth a thousand bitches. It's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was like, thanks, Kanye. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, for a long time, Bounty was like my least favorite song on Jesus. It doesn't really like fit in. I mean, well, kind of does. I think it but... does, but it. I mean, sonically, it kind of does actually. It's kind of like a different direction, but I think purposely. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, because Jesus is so harsh, then you get to Bound Two, yes. which is like so, like musical. Yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know what song I also um, really like that is like a stupid quote unquote stupid Kanye song is Good Life. I like Good Life. Welcome to the good life. Yeah, it's a fun yeah, one. It's I like the video. It's such a fun one. Yeah, the video is great. Yeah. I mean, it's a great summer jam. This 4th of July, consider blasting it. Mm, doing it. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> nice recommendation. Nice recommendation. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was really hoping you had, uh, as your fourth song, Flashing Lights. That was actually and... in my five-way tie really? at the end. Flashing yeah. Lights? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you got all the lights in there. I love all the light songs, yeah. Really you like do. all the lights, or you like all of the lights? Both. <laughs> okay. Both. I do I would like actually... lights a lot. Remember that music video? It's a good one. Oh, it's like a it half music video. Art. It doesn't do the whole song. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I need to watch that now. God. So much to do. I know nothing do. of Kanye music videos. <laughs> you hadn't seen Black <clears throat> Skinhead before we did that episode. No. It's crazy. No. I'm out of the loop. I just need to have a day where I sit and watch all Kanye music videos. <laughs> I feel like I always discover new ones. He has yeah. so many at this point. Also, you know what we recommend is going back and listening to Kanye guest verses. Travis and I were doing that at work this oh, week. Yeah. If our employer is listening, we do work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just motivates me. Yeah, exactly. But um, specifically, uh, Beyonce's song Ego. It's very good. Yes. He has a great verse on that, the remix. Also, Knock You Down, mm-hmm. which is a Carrie Hilson song. Talk about Rando. With Neo in it. Um, the music video for that, if you're looking for some A-plus Kanye acting, mm-hmm. like, this is what's it's up. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. What was the British woman's video? Oh, okay. Travis had never heard of American Boy by Estelle. I don't know what? I know. I still, I listened to it and I was like, I've definitely never heard this. What? I, I was just like, were you living under a rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh my god, that's when I was listen. a hobo. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I uh, I just radio was not. It wasn't even that I like actively rejected radio. I was just like it just was not something. Not I was part aware of your life at all. Wow, like, I had no idea. That's my favorite Kanye feature. It's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I was living in Australia in a hostel with a bunch of like Europeans, and that song came on one night, and they had me dancing on the table. Oh my Being god. Being like, the American boy. I was the only American there. <laughs> and then they started calling me Yankee. <laughs> like, <laughs> could be worse. Yeah, it, it certainly could be. Center of attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that song's great. Oh, have you, uh, All Your Fault? Any thoughts on All Your Fault? Is that the name of the song we're talking about? No. No, that's, uh, that's a big Sean Kanye. Oh. Collab. Love it. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm just a huge Big Sean and put him and Kanye together and I'm there. That sounds awesome. I do agree. But I couldn't take myself seriously if I was like, not that I do take myself, this is stupid, I'm shutting up now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a Big Sean episode. We, well, we talked we about having protege episodes. Oh, that'd so be great. one would be for Big Sean for yeah. sure. Good idea. Oh, can't wait for the Cuddy one. Oh boy. I, I'm also defending Cuddy, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. All right. You you play defense, I'll play offense. <laughs> okay. I'm on board. I'm just going to use clips from Comedy Bane Bane to show how funny Kid Cudi is. And I will use clips from Speeding Bullet to Heaven. And <laughs> from all of his albums. Oh, my God. Except for the first one. Ew, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Against him. I like the first Man one. And the Moon Me had too. some good parts, though. Well, so is there anything else for uh, Story A Time? Mm. Story A Time. Story A Time. <laughs> You know yeah, what? I think I got it up. all out. Yeah, that was your story, eh? Wow. Front to back. Oh, I feel thanks. cleansed. Thanks for sharing. All right, we're closing My pleasure. the final page on this story, eh? The end. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. <laughs> um, we're also going to do, I guess we're just going to go ahead and do a news episode now, too, so you can look forward to that. 
correct. Yes. Soon. Yes, we are. <laughs> Tomorrow. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And then we'll have another story A in two weeks, right? Ooh. Yes. Yes, we will. We're going to do it. We'll, uh, we'll announce the be? guest oh. next week. Mystery. Can't tell you. Could be Kanye. Could be a random throner. <laughs> Ooh, you know what would be cool? Try to get Amber Rose. Yeah, I... Trust me, if I can get Amber Rose, I know she's gonna. Mm. Yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I should have just called her. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for reminding uh, us. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, well, until the next episode, which nice. is in a few seconds. <laughs> All right, peace. Peace. The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com